Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. We have a lot to read today, so we're going to go ahead and get started with our reading of our Bible scripture for today. Amen. Coming from Acts, the ninth chapter, verses 19 through 31. Amen. Once again, those of you that are preparing to get your paper, pencil, and your Bible, amen. We're going to begin reading in the book of Acts, the ninth chapter, verses 19 through 31. Amen. Then the reading of the word says, Then was Saul certain days with the disciples which were at Damascus. And straightway he preached Christ in the synagogues, that he is the Son of God. But all that heard him were amazed and said, Is not this he that destroyed them? which called on this name name in Jerusalem, Jerusalem. and came came here for that intent, intent. that he might bring them bound unto the chief priest. priest. But Paul Paul increased the more in strength strength and confounded confounded the Jews Jews which dealt dealt at Damascus, Damascus, proving that this this is is very very Christ. 23rd, 23rd verse of Acts, Acts the 9th chapter. chapter. And after, and after that, that, many days, many days were fulfilled, the Jews counseled to, counsel to kill him. But their laying await was known of Saul, and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and laid him down the wall in a basket. And when Saul was come to Jerusalem, he is saying to, to join himself to the himself disciples, disciples, but they were all they were afraid, all of, afraid him of him and believed and not that, that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and declared unto them how he had seen the Lord in the way, and that he had spoken to him and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. And he was with them coming in and going out of Jerusalem. 
and he spake boldly in the name of the Lord, of the Lord Jesus. Jesus. And they speeded against the Grecians, but they went they about went to slay him. Which, when Which the brethren the knew, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him forth to Taurus. Then had all the churches rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria and were edified. And walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. Amen. Praise God. I have just read to you. Amen. Acts, the ninth chapter, verses 19. Through 31. Through 31. Our subject for today, today, I'm going to be, talking, to be about. talking about Saul began to preach. preach. Amen. Amen. Saul, Saul began, began to preach. To preach. Everyone, Everyone has, has a, a beginning. beginning. Everyone, Everyone has, has a past. past. And, everyone, and has everyone has a future. A future. Today we're going today to, we're look, going at to Saul. look at Saul's past. past. And Saul's, and Saul's future. future. And today and we're going today to, look, we're going at to look at his new beginning. New beginning. Amen. Amen. Praise God. For this is well, the this time, is the time that, Saul that Saul was converted. Was converted. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We thank God that we have testimonies of the times that God converted us when we were not yet saved. Uh, we take uh, a place that we, we can look back at our lives, our lives. Amen. amen, not to look, to look back in a way that we way want to go back. back, but we can look at our lives and we can see where we came from, and then we can look at where we are now, amen, praise God, so no one is exempt from a past, everybody has a past, everybody has something that they were before they became
Thank the Lord, everybody. Thank the Lord, everybody. We're going. There it is. There it is. An echo. echo. I don't. I don't. I still hear I it on my ear. It on my I'm not sure where I'm it's coming sure from. So. Let me um, try to try to do something different here. I don't know where the feedback is coming from. But we are. But we are. Amen. Amen. I still hear the echo. Amen. Praise that. Praise that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is the message of Christ Church, and this is our 8 a.m. Bible study. I think we've gotten the echo out now. So we're going to ask you all to please continue to pray. Amen. Praise God, because we know that the enemy does not like Amen. Praise God. What is going on? So let's continue in our Bible study here. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Today, what we're talking about, Saul began. Amen. Saul began reach. Everyone has a Everyone has a past. Everyone has a future. Today we're going to look at Saul's past, Saul's future. And today we're going to look at the beginning. Amen. Praise God. For this is the time that Saul was converted. Amen. Praise God. We thank God that we have testimony of times that God converted us when we were not yet saved. Uh, we thank and praise God that we can look back in our lives, amen, not to look back in a way that we want to go back, but we can look at our lives and we see where we came from, and then we can look at where we are now. Amen, praise God. So no one is exempt from a past. Everybody has a past. Everybody has something that they were before they became what they are. Amen. Praise God. So we thank and praise God that we can look in the word of God and we can see the conversion of the men and women of God and how they used to be and now how they are now. And we thank and praise God that God can use anybody. Amen. Praise God. And this this lesson simply lets you know, that God has a plan for your life. He had a plan for Saul's life, and he has a plan for your life. Amen. Praise God. So those of you that might be thinking that you were so bad or you did some bad things or you said some things in your past that uh, possibly will stop you from uh, being used by God, that is simply a lie. 
Amen. Praise God. And we don't want to believe what the enemy is trying to uh, put on the minds of people that um, have been converted, saved. Amen. So once you become saved, amen, your life changes. Amen. Your life changes. Amen. Praise God. So salvation consists of change. Amen. So right now we're going to be looking at Saul and how he was changed. And we pray that people are able to see the change in your life. Amen. When you become saved, you should not stay the same old person as you were. Amen. Praise God. So we thank God for grace today. And we thank God for um, his word that is a lamp into our feet and life, into our pathway. It leads us out of darkness into light. So you have a new life in Christ once you become saved. So let's, let's look at Saul today. Amen. And let's look at what the Word of God is saying about his conversion. Amen. And let's travel with um, Saul, amen, into um, his new life. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Um, in the book of Matthew, the 18th chapter, in the third verse, it says, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. So we thank God that there is a um, command that we be converted. Amen. Praise God. Unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. So it is a requirement that we change our lives. Amen. Praise God. You must search yourself and, and be sure that your life has changed. You cannot change your life. A lot of people um, believe that they can change their lives. A lot of people will tell you even on today that the reason why they don't come to church is because they need to change something. But they can never change their lives. It's only through God that you become changed. Amen. Praise God. So we can pray for them to have a desire, desire to be changed. And when we pray for them to have a desire to be changed, God begins to work on their heart to come to him, to give their lives to him so that he can completely make them over to be who God wants them to be. Amen. Praise, praise God. So, don't you say, unless you are converted and become as a little children, you will, know, you will by no means enter into the kingdom. So, to, to be converted means to be changed. Amen. Praise God. So, the question today is, are you changed? Are you walking in a converted life? Amen. Praise God. So, we're going to look at one of the most dramatic and unexpected conversions in the Bible, and that is Saul. Amen. Praise God. Saul was known for a man that was wrecking havoc, amen, in the church of Jerusalem. He was causing the people of God to run for their lives. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. And some of you, amen, praise God, probably fall into that same category. Uh, you didn't believe, you persecuted family members and friends that told you about the word of God, amen, you rebuked and denied those that were praying for you, amen, you talked 
bad about the church. You did everything that you could to stop, amen, the church, amen, praise God, from spreading the word of God, amen. You were content with your lifestyle. Your only purpose in life was to be a threat to the body of Christ, amen. So this is what um, Saul was. He was. He was really, really after the church. He hated the church. Amen, and he did not want to see the church, amen, be who God wanted him to be. So he caused he caused um, Christians to run for their lives, amen. And some of the Christians had fled off to Damascus. So um, the Apostle Paul, which at the time was Saul, so let's continue to talk about Saul until he converted here. Uh, Saul, amen, um, he fled to seek the children of um, God wherever they went, wherever they went. Some of the people of God had fled to Damascus. So um, Saul was not satisfied in not being in the place where the people were. Amen. Praise God. There are people that are um, coming into the house of God just to be a threat just to cause trouble, uh, just to scatter and um, cause confusion in the house of God. There are some people that are just spectators. There are people that are just in the house of God to see what you are doing so they can prove you wrong. Amen. Praise God. There are some people that come to just critique. You know, they come to look here and see what you are saying and doing and see if it's right so that they can uh, try to possibly... uh, cause trouble and make you to be who you're not. Amen. Praise God. There's all type of ways that people persecute the body of Christ. Amen. There are some people that are there just to um, put the pastor's name out there in a bad way. Amen. Praise God to talk about the pastor's past. Amen. Praise God. There's many, many, many people that persecute the church in so many different ways, but I want you to know that prayer works. I want you to know that there is a time and there's a season for everybody to be saved. Just as sure as they are persecuting the church the very next day or the very same day, they can be converted. Amen. So don't stop praying for people that are doing evil things against the church. Just know that God's timing is not and his ways are not your way. Amen. Just because they're not saved when you want them to be saved, and I know sometimes we um, get to a place where we are just simply sick and tired of what people are doing. But don't give up on prayer. Don't give up on believing. Amen. Praise God. I'm sure that Saul was doing this, and people were so tired, and they thought that he would never, ever be saved. Do you have people in your life that you think even right now, or you have thought that they would never be saved? Possibly you are you are that person that people thought would never be saved. You had such a bad past that people gave up on you. Amen. Praise God. But here's the perfect example that anybody can be saved. No matter what they have done, no matter what the persecution was that they have done, no matter what the sin has been, you can be saved and God does have a plan for your life. Amen. Praise God. He has a way. Amen. Praise God that he can bring upon you, like he did Saul, amen, praise God. Saul did not expect, and some some of the people that you're praying for are not expecting this day to come. 
they still have their minds in a place that when I do what I do, they are out to kill you, they are out to destroy you, they are out to make your life, amen, praise God, miserable, amen, praise God, but your job is not to seek revenge, but your job is to keep praying like, amen, uh, they prayed for, not specifically Saul, but they prayed that the apostles went around praying for all people to be saved, and that fell upon Saul. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, Philip went around, amen, doing good, preaching, amen. Praise God. So uh, the apostle, uh, Saul, amen, praise God, it was just his timing. It was just his time to be saved. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. He was in the midst. He was in the high prime of persecuting the people. But God said, your time has come, Saul, to change your life. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So, um, so many people have fled to Damascus, so Saul was not satisfied because he wanted to go to Damascus and persecute the people. He was sick and tired of him talking about Jesus. He was sick and tired of people getting saved. And if he could go there and stop them, that is what he was going to do. And again, we still have people today. We have people that um, are atheists. They don't believe, so they are um, set out to get other people not to believe in Jesus. Amen. You have people that are in a cult that don't believe in Jesus. You have people that have uh, different religions that they are in, and they don't believe in Jesus, and they are simply out to um destroy whoever is believing in Jesus. So this is the season that we're going to see conversion and people being saved by the multitude. Amen. Praise God. See, all that is happening in the world today, and this prophecy just came to me, all that is happening in the world today with all of the bad things that you see, I can't name things one by one, but all of the bad things that you see is very similar to what Saul was doing. Saul was causing this kind of trouble that we see in the world today. Amen. Praise God. But you see how God converted him? The very same people that are behind all of the bad things that are going on in the world, those that are being used by Satan right now to cause trouble in people's homes and murder and, and to cause all types of pain in the lives of people, they're getting ready to be set up just like Saul was set up. And you're going to see that your praying has not been in vain. You're going to see that God had a plan for these people's lives. Day one, he had a plan. But we had to get to a timing and a season. And so now we're in a season of conversion. We're in a season of change and turnaround. And not only are things turning around in your life, people that are not saved are getting saved. Amen. Praise God. Things that have been going bad are going to turn around and begin to go right in your life. God's plan, his original plan is coming back and it's going to manifest in your life. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So those of you that are praying for uh, anyone, anyone that you're praying for, your sons, your daughters, your husbands, your wives, your your enemies, 
Amen. Praise God. Continue to pray for your enemies. Do not give up on the conversion of your enemies. The very same people that persecuted you, keep them lifted up in prayer that they become converted. They might be going to church, but they're not converted. A lot of people are in church but are not saved. Pray for them to be converted. They need to know the Lord. Amen. Praise God. So um, here we are. Shaul received. He went and he wanted and he wanted to get legal documents to find them, bring them back to Jerusalem. He needed to bring them back to Jerusalem to, to persecute them and have them arrested. Amen. Praise God. He wanted to go and get them where they were and bring them back to Jerusalem. Now that's somebody, a man that was sold out to the devil, that was sold out to the flesh, that was sold out and had a purpose to destroy. Amen. Praise God. And we see it. We see people that are sold out to the devil. They're going to do it, and they're going to do it in the best way that they can. They're going to make sure that you not only hurt, but they're going to make sure that you almost die or die in persecuting you. They are out, and they don't care what they take from you and how they hurt you and how they mistreat you. They just want you to stop preaching Jesus. They want you to stop teaching Jesus. They want you to stop living for Jesus. And I'm telling you, we need to be aware of who we're connecting with in this season because I'm telling you, the enemy comes as an angel of light. He comes. You don't see it right now. Amen. Praise God. They're not they're not putting threats upon your life right now, but they are shining a little light. Amen. Praise God. They are coming as an angel of light. Amen. Praise God. But they have a purpose to destroy you. Amen. Praise God. So, um, Shaul journeyed. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus. And something happened. My God, Jesus. Can you reflect back on that day where something happened? That day that you thought you were going to continue to go and do what you were doing. That day that you thought, amen, praise God, that you were going to uh, just continue to be wrapped up and tangled up in your mess. That day, amen, glory to God, that you, amen, praise God, got up and was purposed to continue to lie, cheat, steal, fornicate, and be an adultery. Amen, glory to God, that day. Amen. Glory to God. We can reflect back on that day. Amen. Glory to God. And some of us can thank God today that we are saved. Isn't it something that how that when you were saved, you didn't see how ugly you were, how evil you were. You didn't see that you were a bad person. Amen. Praise God. That's why people cannot change their minds because they don't see how bad they are. There are so many people in this world that think the bad that they are doing is good. They think that the people that they are persecuting deserve it. Amen. Praise God. That's why people kill the way they They think that the people that they are killing deserve it. They have so much hate in their minds that they don't care about anybody else hurting. And we probably were not murderers in life, physical murderers, but we probably destroyed people's spirits by the evil things that we did to them. 
So nobody is exempt from what they did in life. You might not have been one that went around personally persecuting the church, but you persecuted the church in another way. Anything, if you were not saved, you were persecuting the church. You were coming against Jesus. You were just like Saul. So whatever you did when you were saved, you were a threat. You threat the church. Amen. Praise God. If your lifestyle was not right with God, you were doing the same thing that, that uh, Saul was doing. So let's move on here quickly. Amen. But something happened. Glory to God. Something happened. As he journeyed, he came near the master. He was ready and prepared and fell him. Suddenly, a light shone all around Saul fell to the ground. He closed his eyes and he fell to the ground. And after that, he heard a voice speaking to him by name. Oh, glory to God. God's going to call you by name. When it's your time, you're not going to be able to resist. You're going to hear the voice of, of the Lord calling you. Everybody had that moment where they knew God was calling them, so they could not go any longer. You could not continue on. You had to do what? Surrender. And it's good to, to surrender and reflect back on how you got to where you are. It allows you to appreciate who you are. It allows you to see how you were. Amen. Praise God. I look back over my life. You should look back over your life and see what God has done and begin to thank God for saving you. We were ugly. We, 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 we were not saved. We were in a life of sin. We were on our way to hell, and some of us didn't even realize it until God spoke to us and called us. Our name. Some of us remember the day that we got sick and tired of doing what we were doing. We cried out and we passed over. Some of us were like Sean. We didn't cry out. We purposely continued to do what we, we were doing, and God knocked us down. Ooh, glory to God. God knocked us down, and we had no other choice but to surrender. He blinded us so that we were not able to see what we we were doing, continue to do what we were doing. We were blinded to doing what we couldn't even find our way to get back to the places that we were trying to go to. We couldn't even find our way, amen, to continue, amen, to even speak about people. We, God changed us, and we thank God. So this is what happened to Saul. He was knocked to the ground. See, you can't continue to do wrong. When God calls you and God said, enough is enough, I'm calling you. I'm going to call you. My plan for you must manifest. Thank you, Jesus. Let me go on. So the apostle Paul took his voice, Saul at the time. I don't want to get ahead. And he heard the voice saying, Saul, Saul, why did you persecute me? See, right here lets you know that what you were doing if you try to come against people, you're not doing it against them. You're not doing it to the people. You are persecuting God. 
a lot of people really think that when they talk about you, when they lie on you, when they threaten to kill you or to hurt you, that they are really, really trying to do this to you. But what you do to the people of God, you are doing to God. So when you are being persecuted, don't take it personally. Some, and I said some, some of these people don't know not what they do. Some of these people don't even realize that uh, who you are in God. I mean, they really, really think that they are coming against you. But when they are converted and when they get understanding, they will see that it was not you that they were coming up against. They were coming up against God. You're just doing the plan of God. And they and they want you to stop. So they think if they get you out of the way, uh, this talk about Jesus and people getting healed and saved will stop. No, it won't. Because this is God's plan. And you cannot stop God's plan. No matter what you do. You cannot stop God's plan. So here's a prophetic word to those of you that have sat down and have become discouraged because people are persecuting you and uh, coming up against you and won't receive you. Get up. It's not about you. They're not coming against you. They're coming against the God in you. So right here he says, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? So uh, Saul was dumbfounded and he was afraid. He was afraid and he asked, who are you, Lord? Now, notice he put Lord on the end of that. Amen? But people are in, in those places where they get knocked down, they call on the Lord. Amen. Praise God. And, and the Lord answered him back and he said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. Oh, glory to God. Can you just imagine what must have been going through Saul's head at that time? Praise God. Some of you, and we all have been in that place where, where we realized what we were doing, persecuting God, all that he has done for us. He woke Saul up every morning in spite of what Saul was doing. The Bible says that he reigns on the just as well as the unjust. He wakes everybody up. Everybody doesn't deserve to be uh, woke up. But he wakes us up. Because every day that he wakes us up, those of the nine days are getting closer and closer to the day of salvation. Amen. Hey, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. This should be a word of encouragement for those of you that are waiting on loved ones, family, friends, and enemies to be saved. The day of conversion is coming. It has come. Amen. It is right now. Amen. That's why God doesn't give us a word for nothing. He's giving us this word because he's getting us ready for what's getting ready to happen. Amen. Praise God. And also, he's allowing you to be a living example today that it can happen. Amen. You're saved right now. You were, you were not always saved. You were not born saved. Amen. You had a lifestyle where you enjoyed doing what you were doing, and you did it in boldness, whether it was 
personally persecuting the church, lying on the church, talking about the people in the church, or just going out having a lifestyle of looseness, doing whatever you do, and partying, drinking, smoking, amen, lying, cheating, amen, fornicating, amen, whatever it was, amen, praise God. You did it. Amen. Praise God. You did it. So these people that stand up in church and try to act like they never did anything wrong, and that's the truth be told, some of them are still doing wrong in the church. But I'm telling you, God is getting ready to shine a light from heaven upon you. This message is also a warning for those of you that sit in the house of God Sunday after Sunday and stand. And we're not going to name stands because we, there's this Sin is so, so big. Amen. It can go from agency what people are doing. But this right here is letting you know that you will no longer be able to hide. A light is getting ready to shine upon you. So I hear the Lord saying, get your house in order. Get your house in order because I keep ready to shine a light all around you like I did so. Amen. Praise God. Let's go on. Let's go on. I'm going to get finished with this lesson today. Amen. Very quickly. Amen. So he heard this voice, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He was afraid. And that's what we need to be. We need to get that fear. The church has walked away from the fear. We do any and everything in the house of God, and we don't even fear. And sometimes we do it thinking that we won't get caught. People don't know. You don't know, my, you don't know what I'm doing if you don't go home with me. Let me tell you something. God is revealing what you are doing to those that are walking in the power of God. Somebody knows what you are doing, and it's a matter of time that you are going to be exposed. Amen. So this is this is a lesson that goes many ways. It's a lesson about how those that are not saved are going to be saved, and it's also about those that are saved. Amen. Praise God that are still living a soul life. They're going to be exposed. And then it's a great lesson about um, those of you that have been converted being used by God. So you can take this lesson depending on where you are and you know where you are. You can take this lesson and get so much out of it. Amen. Those of you that, that knew where you came from and never thought you would be saved and never thought that you would be great. Amen. This is a, this is a powerful lesson for you to look at and see how God can use you, and God will use you. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So uh, he said, who, who are you? He says, I'm the whom you were persecuted. So, um, so at that time, he was trembling, and he was uh, astonished. Uh, amen. Uh, uh, and, he, and he spoke back. So I'll go back and said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Hey, glory to God. That's what we need to do. Amen. Praise God. When we, when we, amen, glory to God, get those type of encounters with God, don't resist what God was doing. See, Saul could have, could have, could have resisted. He could have resisted. He could have resisted. Amen. Praise God. He could have said, so what? And a lot of people are resisting. They know that they are called, but they constantly, God has, has knocked people down and they still. People have went down and uh, trouble has been all around them, but they still refuse. They still refuse. They still refuse to um, 
down a number of times before they say yes. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And so we, we, we thank God for this word today because this word is so powerful. Amen. Praise God. So um, let me just read another translation of the Bible in um, Acts, the ninth chapter, um, verses 1 through 9. It says, John was still saying that he would hurt the Lord's disciples. He said that he would kill them. So he went to the high priest. Saul wanted to go to the synagogue in Damascus, so he asked the high priest for letters to introduce Saul to them. Saul was looking for people who belonged to the way. He wanted to arrest them. He wanted to bring them back to Jerusalem, both men and women. And Saul approached Damascus. There was a sudden flash of light. The light came from heaven. And it flashed around him. He fell down on the ground and he heard a voice. The voice said, Saul, Saul, you should not persecute me. Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, the voice replied. Now get up and go into the city. Amen that there's someone who will tell you what to do. The men who are traveling with Saul stood there, and they didn't say anything. Praise God. Praise God. So um, I'm telling you, you're not going to be able to get away with what you are doing, persecuting the body of Christ. So Saul was trembling. And and Spirit um, of the Lord spoke to him. After he said, Lord, what do you want me to do? That should be your prayer every morning. That keeps you in the place of continually being converted. We do. Submit yourself to God like Saul did. It should be your prayer every morning. Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? It'll keep you out of the Damascus place. It'll keep you out of going back into a lifestyle of backsliding, of carnality. When you continue to submit yourself to God, it's the devil, the Bible says he will sleep. If you continually, every day, ask the Lord, what do you want me to do? Every day, God has a new plan for your life. And every day, the enemy has a new plan for your life. Every day, the enemy is trying to take you back to the place of the master. Every day, he's trying to take you back to that place where you are persecuting and you are coming against Jesus. So if you, every day, before you get there, ask God, Lord, what do you want me to do? 
forget when God causes something to happen and allows something to happen. I won't say cause because a lot of people, they may all get um, thrown off by that. But when God allows certain things to happen in your life that knock you down, be willing to give yourself to the Lord in any situation that has brought you down in life. Always say, God, what do you want in this situation? It could be your marriage has gone bad. It could be your finances are down. Ask the Lord what happened. It could be you are worried about the situation. Ask the Lord. What you want. God wants to teach you. He wants to teach you. No matter what you did, He wants to teach you. You have been knocked down by anything. Humble yourself and ask the Lord how you want me to act in this situation. What do you want me to do, God? He said, Rise up. When Saul rose up, he was a different man. He opened his eyes, but the Bible said he couldn't see. Hey, my God, that's what, that's what we need. We need to stop seeing in the natural. He couldn't see. He literally could not see. This is what you need to get so you can stop walking in your way. You need to get to the place where you cannot see. But if you look in the spirit, you will be able to see. And so... God had a great plan for Saul's life. God had revealed to a disciple named Elijah. See, God has, God has, when God has a plan for your life, you, he leaves you without an excuse. Even though you might be blind at the time and not able to see which way to go and how to do it, he always has somebody that is going to lead and guide you and be willing to show you the way. And it's only for a season that you're going to be able to um, be led by individuals and, and people are going to be there and walk you through things and bring you through things. And that's going to come a time when you're going to have to stand on your own. And, 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 this, and this is a perfect example. The, uh, Saul, when he was being converted, he didn't know what to do, even though he said yes. But God had some people lined up, a person lined up, uh, to lead him. Amen? Praise God. So um, God had a great plan for Saul's life. So he revealed them. He revealed, he revealed the plan to a disciple named Ananias. God, you're not the only one that knows your plan. God has people connected to you that are going to walk with you and help you to get to the place of conversion completely in your life. Amen. Praise God. And he told Ananias, um, go, go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. My goodness. Glory to God. He showed or he told Ananias that Saul was his chosen vessel. 
now it's time. Now it's time. You have persecuted the church long enough. It is time for you to surrender. Thank you, Jesus. He's gone in the night. Go. Go. But he's true. And, you know, a lot of people that God might be sending you to, you look and say, God, they're not saved. Some of us are on assignments right now, and we have sent to people that are not saved. Don't you worry about where they're going. If God told you to go and minister to these people, he has to show you the plan. He showed Ananias the plan. He said, this man is a chosen vessel. Even though Ananias might have heard about Saul, he might have known that Saul was threatening the church left and right, doing this and doing that. And it's not for you to try to figure out uh, what people are going to be on looking at them in the natural. You need to get to the spirit. Get into the spirit and see them say, if God is sick, you know God has a plan. He said, uh, Saul is my chosen vessel. He's going to bear my name before this house, kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. So Ananias went to Saul. He went to Saul. See, we got to be willing when God sends us on an assignment. God might send you to your enemy. Are you willing to go? God might send you back to those very same people that have persecuted you and are still trying to persecute you. Are you willing to go? Those of you that are converted, God's going to send you back to preach to some of these people that don't like you today. Are you willing to go? God's going to send you back to family members that are still threatening and talking about your salvation. Are you willing to go? To be willing to go. Whatever God sent you. You don't pick and choose your assignment. So Ananias went to Saul and he laid hands on Saul. Laid hands on him. And immediately. See, sometimes, see, that's why some of you are going to be held accountable for not going where God tells you to go and what God is telling you to do. Because, see, immediately Saul, he's just like, there are people walking around here spiritually blind and physically blind because you refuse to go and minister to them. When you get to where they are, they'll begin to speak. Amen? Praise God. There are some people that are worshiping Baal and all other types of pagan gods. But when you get to them, they're going to immediately speak. Saul, uh, and I was just saw he laid hands on him. And immediately saw the teacher's sight. So, wow. And, and the Bible says he was baptized. What a powerful, powerful, powerful word here today. Amen. Praise God. So um, this word, we're almost at the end of our words right now. So most, most conversions are nowhere near as dramatic as that of Saul's. And we do, and we might run into some that might be dramatic. Because, see, you're going to have some drug dealers that God's going to send you to. Gonna have some people that have been on these streets for years and years doing evil things. People that have murdered people. God's gonna send you to these people. You're gonna have people that have possibly done you so wrong. Amen. People that have, uh, praise God. Those of you that are married, you're gonna possibly have to go back and minister to those that have cheated uh, uh, in your marriages. Amen. Praise God. That have uh, committed adultery with your 
husband or your wife, I don't know what uh, God's going to send you back to. You're going to have bosses that have treated you bad. You're going to end up, amen, praise God, hallelujah, in places where you're going to end up converting them. Amen, praise I don't know how God's going to do it, but we don't know what the future holds, and you don't know who's in your assignment. But be willing to do like Saul said, yes, Lord, I'm willing. So, uh, this is season for conversion. We are changed from something to something. Amen? Praise God. So, uh, Saul was miraculously converted on the whole Damascus. Amen? Praise God. In Acts 26, and I'm getting ready to close out. Acts 26, verse 17 and 18 says, I will deliver you from the Jewish people as well as from the Gentiles, to whom I now send you to open their eyes, in order to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sin and inheritance of my soul, for sanctified or set apart by Satan. Oh, glory to God. Evidence of conversion is having a changed life. It is certain change that only God can teach. And when we believe in Christ Jesus and have childlike faith, pass from death to life. Let me go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you right now for revealing the way to us. Open up our eyes, O oh God, that we may be led into the place where we are converted and changed. Help us, O oh God, to minister to those, O oh God, that you send us to. We thank you for turning us around, and we thank you for turning others around. God, continue to open up our eyes that we might see you as work. We ask all these blessings in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we can pray. Amen and praise God. What a powerful word, amen, praise God. Please go back and look at the ninth chapter, amen, I believe verses 1 through uh, 9 through 30, I'm sorry. Amen, such a powerful lesson today. We thank God for you joining us through the message of Christ Church. Amen, praise God. I am Pastor Sylvia Staples, senior pastor of the message of Christ Church, and I thank you so much for joining us here on the broadcast. If you desire prayer, call, call us at 312-600-7729. Amen. Visit us on our website, amen, friends.messageofchrist.net and sylviastaplesministry.com. Amen. We will be live streaming on sylviastaplesministry.com throughout the week. Please go to the website to see the next time we will be on our live streaming. Amen. And we're going to ask you to make a financial donation to our ministry if you have been blessed by the Word of God. And go to either one of our websites, messageofchrist.net or sylviastaplesministry.com. There's a PayPal button there. Please be a blessing to our ministry. And join us Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday here on the broadcast, 6 a.m. Central Time. Amen. Praise God. Join us here. Amen. Monday through Friday on our mega prayer. We're also here every Monday at 7 o'clock p.m. Amen. Praise God. With our Miracle Monday hosted by Evangelist Betty Howard of the Message of Christ Church. Join us also here on our First Friday Midnight Prayer. First Friday Midnight Prayer. Every first Friday at midnight, we're praying through the night season. Join us here for Midnight Prayer. And 
don't forget about our 8 o'clock uh, a.m. Sunday school. Amen. Every Sunday at 8 a.m. we are here on the broadcast. Amen, amen, amen. Great. And don't forget about our Thursday Bible study. Please come out to our Thursday Bible study. If you're in the city of Chicago, we ask you to come out to our Thursday Bible study. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. It is at 1919 North Milwaukee. 1919 North Milwaukee at the Gorilla Theater. Amen. Praise God at the Gorilla Theater. Amen. We invite you to come out and join us. Amen. Praise God. And if you can't make it, you can look at our live streaming. Amen. On our website, SylviaStaplesMinistries.net. Amen. And please continue to order your prayer shawl. For those of you that are looking to purchase a prayer shawl, please go, amen, praise God, to SylviaStaplesMinistries.com and order your prayer shawl or call us at 312-600-7729. God bless you and thank you for joining us here uh, on our Bible study for today. Amen. Praise God. And again, if you desire your prayer, call us at 312-600-7729. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. And at this time, our broadcast is now over. Amen. Glory to God. And we thank God for you. God bless you and be blessed. This now is our broadcast for today. Thank you and goodbye. To stop conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference, press star. To stop conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference, press star. To stop conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference, press star.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.